Hi, Mama. Welcome back. We are continuing our series on boundaries today. And, you know, you've probably heard I'm very passionate about boundaries, so this might be another fiery one. Today, we are talking about boundaries and family. I am very excited to go there. Hey, I wanted to say real quick before we jump in, if you have been enjoying this podcast, if you have been loving the fire that has been happening, then please Take a second and go leave a review, a written and a starred review on Apple Podcasts. This just helps get this podcast more seen so that more mamas can find this hope and this this fire to get their lives aligned with the word of God. And so it's just the biggest way that you can thank me. And it really just hits so hard when I get to hear your reviews. In fact, I'm gonna read one on here for you today because it just it just got me. Oh, you guys just Ugh, you don't know what you do to my heart. So this is from B. Courtney, and it says, I found this podcast less than 24 hours ago, and I have been binging it every second I get. The way Brittany speaks about her relationship with God makes me want to dig in deeper with mine. She hits on topics that are so relevant in my life right now, and it makes me feel heard without even speaking. And I can't help but tear up when she says, love you, mama, at the end, because I feel like someone gets what I'm going through and cares. Such a good podcast. Oh my gosh, lady, thank you so much for that amazing review pulls at all of my heartstrings, reminds me why I'm doing this. Because, yeah, if I can just help moms align their lives with God, oh my gosh, every second, every uncomfortable feeling I get doing this is all worth it. So thank you so much. And if you haven't had a chance to go leave a review, please just jump on. It is such a huge help. It's the biggest way that you can thank me. And I will read some on here. So Okay, without further ado, let's jump in to today's topic, boundaries and family. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Okay, here's where we're going to start today. Have you heard this phrase? Leave and cleave. Leave and cleave for the people in the back. Leave and cleave. (laughs) I'm repeating this so that it can become a mantra in your head and your heart. So this is where this term comes from. I'm guessing most of you have heard this at some point. It comes from Genesis 2, 24. It says, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Wow. I'm going to read it one more time. A man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. You are now one with your husband. That is crazy. You are no longer independent, and you're no longer this core part of your family of origin. And now, of course, you're always going to be part of it, but you're no longer part of that unit. 
where you're working together like as a singular unit. You have left that old unit. You are in a brand new unit. I want you to really visualize this. If we had these like pods that were our families, we start in our our family of origin pod and, you know, we are part of that unit growing up. And then when we get married, we leave that pod, we leave that unit and we go and join with our husbands and start a new pod, a new unit. It's completely separate. We have left behind, leave and cleave, we have left behind the old unit. And cleave means to like cut off. So we are cutting off, cutting out of that unit and starting a brand new unit. Now, if you aren't married, I really believe this this episode could still benefit you. I believe there's some concepts that you can also hold on to about how to be healthy with your family of origin and what that looks like. But mostly today, I'm going to be speaking to you that, that you have created a new family unit. You have left the old and joined with your husband to become one, one flesh, one unit. So now that you have left the old unit, You don't need to be concerned with what the old unit thinks. You don't need to be concerned with the old unit says you should do. Your goal is to only think about what your new unit wants to do. What, as you and your husband have become one flesh, what do you think? What do you want to do? What are your decisions? Now, this, of course, needs to be based on biblical principles, and I'll go in briefly at the end to kind of color that statement a little bit. But generally speaking, you need to be a new unit with your husband. So this means that you cannot keep listening to what your parents say above what your husband says. You need to come together as one with him and make his voice the priority. I've heard it in so many people talking, you know, they're talking about what their parents think that they should do, and their parents think their kids should do this and they shouldn't do that, or, you know, they think their parents have some say about what their husband should do or what the, how their family should be run. And when I hear it, this person is, is taking on, taking all of that in as if it were just as important as what their husband is saying, if not more important. So I want you to check yourself for a minute. Is this in your marriage? Is this in your life? Have you truly cleaved? Have you truly cut off and joined with your husband as one, made his voice above their voice? And some ways that this plays out, you know, a lot of parents uh, or now grandparents have a lot of strong opinions about what should happen with the kids. The kid is doing too much of this or too much of that, or they should be in this kind of school. And there can be a place for listening to their advice. We'll talk about that again like at the end. But they do not get to decide. What does your husband think? What do you and your husband think when you come together? What is your way of parenting? What have you decided on? And maybe you've just kind of been living in the middle, like they're, you know, you just kind of still listen to your family. You haven't really thought about leaving and cleaving, and it's just kind of all a big mush pot. You don't even know what you and your husband would say. You've just kind of been going with it, and that's okay. But now is the time to just use your eyes, assess what has been happening. Where are you at now? Do you and your husband have a joint plan? Is that clear? Is it just a a mush pot of what his parents think and what your parents think and what you each decide in the moment and you're not really supporting each other or backing each other up? 
You need to have a conversation. We'll talk about what that would look like in a minute, but with your husband to assess where you're at and what direction you want to head as a new unit. Now, that doesn't mean that you're throwing out everything you've learned from your parents and every advice that they have. You can absolutely maintain that. You know, our parents have so much wisdom that we don't often have. And so we don't need to be throwing it out, but you do need to make sure you and your husband are one unit on the same page. You're not doing those things out of manipulation, out of a feeling of obligation, out of trying to honor your father and mother, right? We want to give them respect, show them love, but you are no longer under their authority. You have now shifted into a new unit with your husband. Another way this plays out is you get to decide what happens with your time, what you as a family are doing. You get to decide if God is calling you to work or to not work, you know, going against the grain of of what we grew up with and maybe some family values can be really hard. Like I know when I have gone back to work, I've really struggled because my mom stayed at home for most of my childhood. She would work on and off, but for the most part, she was there and it was amazing and she's a phenomenal mom and I'm so grateful. And so it was really hard for me because I I really believe God is calling me to work part-time in these two different areas. And I believe that is where he's guiding me. And, and, you know, I have to take what he is calling me to, and I have to do it even when it goes against this grain that was shown to me. And gratefully, you know, for me, it's it's really simple because my mom has really clear boundaries and she is amazing at supporting me and getting behind me. But even with how strong her boundaries are, I felt pressure to stay at home and to not work. And it's crazy because that's not even coming from my mom. So I, I share all of that because if you do have family that is pressuring you, that tells you how they think things should go, ooh, that is some heavy pressure. That is hard to break away from. This is, I'm not talking about things today that are easy or are going to come without sweat or tears. This is some hard stuff to walk through, but I really believe that freedom will come from it because this is how God designed it. Leave and cleave. Okay, another big, glaring, blinking red light that I really, if this is happening, you've got to shut it down. If your family is speaking negatively about your husband, that is not going to work. That is not going to create a healthy marriage. You have got to stand up for him, set a healthy boundary, and say that is not okay. And if if they can't respect that, then you might need to set some more boundaries, like maybe being apart from them, or you need to have to pray about what that would look like. But it is not okay for your family to talk negatively about your husband, especially when he's not there. But I have heard stories of husbands being in the room while the family is bad-mouthing them, and the wife doesn't say anything. Your husband is now your number one priority above your family, you know, under God and yourself in that order. But you are, you have left your family. So whatever kind of conflict that causes, that is worth it. You have to align. You are in a unit with your husband. You need to support that unit. You need to have his back. You need to be in it together. That is, that is how God created it, how God created this plan. And, you know, sometimes this can happen in subtle ways. Maybe it's a little joke here, you know, 
seemingly in jest and it's not that big of a deal, but everyone in the room knows what that joke meant. Everyone in the room knows what the undertones were. Speak up in those moments. You've got to show him you have his back. You've got to choose him, your new family unit, as the priority. Do this and just see what it'll do for your marriage. I mean, just wait. Just make sure you do it from a place of being regulated, being healthy, and we'll talk in a minute about what that can look like. And, you know, you can even have a conversation with your husband beforehand. If you know this is going to come up, you know, talk to him and say, hey, I know this is going to come up and I've, I've realized that it is not okay and I'm, I'm planning to not allow it to happen. What would you like? Would you like to be in the room when this happens? Would you like to make sure you've gone to the bathroom? You know, what, what would be best for you? I'm not okay with this happening. Let's, let's be in this together. I want to show you that I value you. You're my priority above my family. Okay, and then another thing, a glaring thing to be aware of before we get into some practical steps is be really cautious of financial ties with your family. Now, I'm not saying you can never borrow money from your parents. You know, there's a lot of different situations out there, but I really think you have to be very, very careful about this kind of situation because what does that financial tie come with? Does it come with other obligations? Like now you are expected Uh, They're allowed to come over to your house whenever they want because they technically own it. Do they expect that you're now going to drop everything and do whatever they say when they say it? What are they, what are the unwritten expectations that come with that money? Now, I'm not saying this can never happen. In fact, me and my husband actually share a property with my parents. But what we did was we sat down and I actually let my husband take full reins on this because I wanted to make sure, because it's my family, and I wanted to make sure that he had no resentment, that this was not out of some sense of obligation, that, you know, he was all in it because it's my family. I wanted to show him that he is the priority here. I will always side with him. And so he sat down and created very clear boundaries of what this looks like, what this looks like now, what this looks like in 10 years, what happens if X happens, what happens if Y happens, what happens if Z happens. I mean, he is very, he's a, uh, in finance, so he's very good at this stuff, detail-oriented. And we all feel great about the situation. And it's been an amazing God thing. But we had to do that work of creating these very firm, almost like clinical boundaries. Like we're not just like ooey gooey family. I'm here for you. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. No, treat it like a business transaction. And if you are going to do this and, you know, one of you or your husband is not as good at the finances and all that, you know, hire someone and make sure that it's done right. Because I've just heard so many stories about people that have allowed finances or whatever from their parents, and it just comes with a whole slew of a mess. So many emotions, so many fights, so much manipulation and coercion. There's just so many. It's so hard to have clear boundaries when you have money unclearly involved in the situation. So if, if any of these situations sound like you, where you realize, oh my gosh, I have not been prioritizing my husband. I have been still enmeshed with my family. I did not leave and cleave. Here is what you can do. Number one, we already talked about this, but assess with open eyes. Let your eyes be opened. 
don't hide behind, you know, thinking everything is fine, but just look at it with a clear eye. And you're really going to need to bring your husband in on this journey. And this might be with his family, it might be with your family, it might be with both, but you're going to need to come together and really look at it with an honest eye. What areas are not clear? What areas are you not prioritizing each other? This, you know, could be the financial thing. It could be not standing up for each other. It could be allowing them to to tell you what to do with your kids or your time. You know, this could go on and on, the, the different implications of this. But look at what is happening. Make a list together if there's multiple things. Highlight what are the key components that are happening that we need to figure out how to set better boundaries with. And then number two, determine what boundaries need to be set. And I'm saying like, go as far as you need to with this to live in full health. Like give back borrowed money. If it means selling your house and moving into an apartment, do it. Like you don't want this in your life. It only causes anxiety and tension and isn't part of God's plan. You've got to leave and cleave. Come together with your husband and look at it with courage and figure out where these boundaries need to be set. Maybe, you know, the holidays are coming up. Maybe it's around the holidays. Maybe there has been things happening that you felt manipulated into that you didn't want to do. You know, talk about with your husband, your new family unit, what would be healthy for your family. Okay, and then the third one, you cannot skip this step. It is so crucial. Pray about it. Come together with your husband. Pray about it. Spend some time. Don't just make rash decisions. Like, give it a week or two weeks or months. You know, I mean, don't sit on it forever. Like, you need to make some movement on this. But but don't skip this step because, you know, you also want to make sure that you are making choices out of wisdom and out of love. Like, we don't want to just say, oh, screw our family. We're in a new unit. We don't want anything to do with you guys because we like just hanging out by ourselves. <laughs> God is asking you to leave and cleave, but he also wants you to still give love and respect to your parents. So, Go to God, spend some time, make sure that all of these boundaries you've just written down are based in God's wisdom, coming from a place of love, following his, what he asks us to do. And then, only then, go to number four, go and set some boundaries. Now, got to make sure in this step, you are doing it from a regulated place. And I know that can be so difficult. Family, I really believe, triggers us more than anything. Like I know for me, that is my number one trigger is my family, even though they're amazing. But there's something about family that just does it. But you've got to, you know, go in as a unit, you and your husband, unless you've decided the conversations would be better separately. But, you know, go in as a unit. And hold each other accountable. Say, hey, we cannot start yelling in this. We cannot come at this from a place of resentment or anger. We've got to stay rooted in love and grounded in the truth and not be in our pain cycles. If you don't know what a pain cycle is, this is going to be essential for this step. Go back to episode 15 through 20, I think it is. Go map out your pain cycle and your peace cycle. I'm going to have a program coming towards you soon. You can 
get deeper in that. But for now, go and listen to those episodes and map that out and make sure that you know what your triggers are so that you can keep yourself regulated. You can be aware of your tone, your posture, your facial expressions, and stay grounded. You know, if you go through that, you know you have your four steps to ground you again to be in this conversation. So go in as a team be committed to loving and being respectful through that conversation, but also make sure that you have you have these boundaries on paper. You know as what you have decided as a unit, what is healthy for your family, where you need to set those boundaries. So if they're on paper, you know, you can't, they're not going to be pushed over. Like these are solid. That's what you've decided when you weren't in, you know, if you have parents that can be manipulative, you know, it can be so easy to get sucked into that, guilted into changing things. But if you and your husband have decided on these, and that's why you can't skip the prayer step, because if God has called you to this, and if if you need some outside advice, outside look, pull in someone that is wise in your life. Have them look at it. Ask them, is this reasonable? Do you believe this is what God means when he says leave and cleave? And have them look over that list so that when you go into that conversation, you are 100% sure that this is what God is calling you to, that this is what is right. And so that way, no matter the guilt or manipulation that tries to come at you, you can stand firm and say, no, I prayed over this. I did it with my husband. We let, you know, Some people at the church, our pastors, look at this list, and we have decided this is what is healthy. And so nothing can sway that. And go in and just know that they might not agree. And that is okay. It sucks and it's so hard. But that is, it doesn't actually matter because you're a new unit. That is what God is calling you to. And so you've got to let go of trying to please your family. You've got to let go of what their expectations are, and you've got to be in this new unit with your husband. Now, the last thing I want to say is just, I touched on this earlier, but I want to make sure that you're not just cutting out completely what your parents might have to say, what they, what their wisdom might be. Because I do think that our generation generally tends to not want to hear advice from anyone. We think that we know what's best, that modern thinking is everything, and that we don't need to hear what other people say. It's the old way of thinking. It's not what, what God has for us. And I just think that's very dangerous. So If you have safe parents, if you have God-filled parents, don't just negate their advice because you don't like it. You know, you've you've got to, this is why you got to be very prayerful about all of this because you do need to make sure it's not coming from manipulation. You need to be on the same page with your husband on it. But, you know, if you hear something that your parents say, some advice, like, you, you can say, okay, thank you for sharing that and then leave it at that and then take it and talk about it with your husband privately. That way you guys can kind of mull over it together. And I'm, I'm not talking about this is happening after the conversation about setting the boundaries. This is just general. Like, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, right? Like your parents might have some amazing wisdom that um, because of how our generation sees things that you might be throwing out, but it might actually be really, really good stuff. So don't just cut off your parents. Make sure that you are hearing what wisdom they might have to offer. But above all, leave and cleave. Go through these four steps with your husband. 
And what an amazing exercise this will be if you do this together, if you determine this together, if you take this action together. Wow, is that not going to bind you together more firmly? That'll be incredible. I know this can be such a hard topic, but I believe that God is going to guide you. I believe he has so much freedom and life waiting for you when you when you step into these hard decisions, when you step into health, you stop people pleasing, you remember whose you are, you are God's, and, and then you are part of your husband's unit, and you've got to, to live out of that space. I know God's going to show you. Make sure you're listening. Open your ears to what God is showing you. And I can't wait to hear all of the things that God is going to do through this. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.